Fourth and final hour, Darren, Donnick, and Chase here on ESPN 1025 The Game on this Wednesday afternoon. Hope everybody's been having a great day. Great weather here in Nashville. Our next guest joins us every Wednesday at this time. Chris Mason, C. Mace, is driven by Freeland Chevrolet. C. Mace, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys? How is the high altitude out in Denver, Colorado? Oh, man, it's, uh, I just heard you saying how nice it is. It's, it's gorgeous here, too, actually. It's just beautiful, sunny, uh, just awesome, awesome out. How are the breweries? Well, we, we tried one last night, and that was, uh, it, was, it was pretty good. We had an early night, though. We had a uh, long travel day, and Skillsy and I got a nice tennis match in. And then, Oh, uh, man, yeah. I am jealous. You guys got a tennis match in, huh? We, Willie, it's, we're going to play pickleball. There, it's right by, it's like a 12-minute walk, and it's like incredible facility. So when you come in tomorrow, we can play, or oh. when you come in tonight. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Okay, we're tomorrow morning, it's on. Okay, yep, it's on. I, yeah. I was so, cause we, oh, yeah, you missed out, buddy. You missed out. <laughs> tennis, man. Pickleball is even more exciting. Yeah. I think the t- yeah. tennis is great, but I mean, are you guys like running down drop shots over the net? Oh, hundred percent. Heck yeah! It's, wow, it's diehard. It's a yeah. great it's, workout. It's a great workout. What are you going to do? Just get on the treadmill? I mean, this, well, this, I'm this just saying it's a great, it up a it's a great workout that also can destroy your knees. There's that. Yeah, but it's it's worth it. It's, it's worth, worth it. it. Wow, man, this, it. the pickleball's a little. Uh, it's it's easier on the body, and it's yeah. more more you know more people can play that. So that's that's a good one if we have a big group, but. Um, if it's tennis, it's usually just Skillsy, Willie, and I. Yeah, you're not going to be able to loft it over Skillsy Willie, from that. No, he's no, and Willie, Willie is money. Willie's the best player in the group. He is good. Really, Skills my right. mom was a we tennis just, coach. We just, bat, we just battle out there. He's got that. Uh, he's got that lefty approach. Doesn't he plays he? with some oh, jam. He's got good, good touch around the net. Yeah, big first serve and, and just. Just the accuracy game strong. Oh, a good first serve. Wow. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, my mom was a tennis coach growing is, up. Is I he had, a grunter? These... Does he grunt? <laughs> no. 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 He's got a good. He's got a good. Uh, good second serve too. But his first is. Uh, it's tough to get back. So you don't get a lot of. Ah! No. 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 He's okay. smooth. He's just a Ow. player. Ow. I right. was before the grunting. I mean, I like the, the modern day guys are the guys. It's that all grunt. grunting. Today. I'm old school. Yeah. Everything's grunting. Um, I've noticed that, uh, especially on the road, uh, Skillsy's been doing a little sliding like Chris Collinsworth on television, kind of just sliding right into the picture. How's he yeah. doing? How's he doing with those slide-ins? He's doing He's great. He's yeah. doing great. He's just he's getting into the TV side of things. But I love when he gets on there because uh, it just adds another perspective. And he really, you know, with his expertise being a D-man, and, um, you know, he sees things differently and, and brings a lot of good little – nuances and little details of you know things i loved when he pointed out last game about dan ham to sean and how important that was you know sometimes you take those little things for granted but um you know bones doesn't maybe necessarily get that tip if if hammer takes a slap shot and puts it on net and uh skills did a good job breaking that down so it's fun uh fun having him on there and listening to his perspective i know you guys get it all the time but he does uh just does such a good job yeah, he definitely does um you're right, Nick Benino. How about his start leading the team with eight goals? Doing the dirty work, getting rewarded. You know, he's he, he really is. He's one of those 200-foot players, that, as people say in hockey, where you know he's so valuable defensively in the face-off circle, um, killing penalties. You know, obviously that's a big part of his game. 
but he does have that offensive upside. He's put up some pretty good numbers. He's, you know, been uh, around that 20 goal mark, and and this this year it just seems to be, um, you know, even more so. He's just in the in the right spot, and a lot has to do with his line mates as well. I think him, Kavaldi and Smith, have uh, done such a good job. Kavaldi and Smith, particularly, of going to get those pucks and keeping them alive on the forecheck, and then. Nick Benino's just been incredible in front of the net. He's got, you know, obviously most of his goals lately have been scored from, you know, probably about three feet from the crease. So they're just doing a really good job of, uh, you know, getting that zone time and keeping plays alive. What stood out uh, just with you, just the first through the first fifteen games? What, what's, how would you answer that if I had to say narrow it down to one thing that has stood out to you through fifteen games? Where would you go with that? Well, I would just say I, I, what I really like the makeup of this team. I think they're, they're, the balance on this team is second to none in the NHL. They've got four lines that can play when healthy, and there's you know, and the things that I haven't liked about you know early in the season are, are really correctable, and they've already started uh, to do that. You know, when they're the beginning of the season, when they're just scoring all those goals, and they're giving up a ton of goals. Uh, they've really done a, a much better job um, of finding that balance of when to go and when to defend. And I think the you know the goals against averages really, you know you could see that the goalies and the team goals against has really settled down, but they're still finding ways to score goals. So um, I think in terms of that, the balance of their attack I think is a lot better, and and just and their special teams I think this year their special teams are, are both really good, and uh, they've they've been making a difference in hockey games. I just I really like this team. I think it's um, you know it's probably the most balanced team that the Predators have ever had. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look how deep they are, and you compare it to other lineups in the league, I, I really believe that they're the deepest team in terms of their talent, top to bottom. Gosh, I love it. That, that's the reason I asked. As Morning Drive asked me that on Monday, and I said that I said it's it's the depth, right, up and down the lineup. It's 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 a deeper team, and special teams is better. Yeah, power yep. play Way is better. working. Power play is working. Yep. And oh, by the way, one of those struggles early on was the penalty kill, and that's been much, much better. So, yep. Um, yep. Kyle Turris, you know, we talked a lot about him last year. Kyle Turris got fourth, his fourth goal of the season. Looks different this year. By the way, that was a pretty nasty shot on Monday night in Detroit. But what, what do you see out of Kyle Turris where he definitely looks like a, a different player this season? Well, I, you know, it's, it is funny. I, it, 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 he does. He, I think last year, I don't know. Um, it just seemed like there was a little bit of hesitation in his game at times when, um, you know, sometimes you come down the wing and he was looking to maybe pass. And, you know, when, you, when you're going through a tough time as a player, there's always that, you know, split second of doubt uh, in your decisions. And you maybe hold on to it for just a, a fraction of a second longer and then that passing lane isn't there anymore. Or you're, you're thinking about shooting and you don't shoot, but then you, then you shoot a half second later and it gets blocked. But I think this year... Um, he just seems to have you know a little more uh, burst in his in his skating and um, a little more assertive. And when he comes in his own, he's looking to shoot all the time, and uh, and it opens up plays for him later. He's still a good playmaker, but I just think there's more assertiveness in his game, and he's definitely you know he's uh, well on his way to having a rebound from last year. So that's you know good to see a player of that caliber who maybe I don't know if you're counting on as much this year because of last year. Has certainly stepped up and done uh, done a great job and been a valuable player early on. We are talking to Chris Mason, and the Predators will take on the Colorado Avalanche tomorrow night in Denver, game two of the four-game road trip. Mesa, 
you know, you were talking about the the depth and things like that. Offense has been sort of the, the spotlight. One guy I want to ask you about is a guy that you go way back with, and, and Dan Hamuse. I know early in the year there were a lot of people, especially when the Predators were giving up a lot of goals early in the season, were targeting the third defense pair as, oh, what's going on? we got a problem here. Dan Hamuse has really come on, and not only has he been way, way better 5-on-5 five five the last 10 games or so, but also it should be noted that he's playing as much on the penalty kill as anybody. They do not usually play Dante Fabro on the PK, and Hamuse has, has really played solid there. He really has. I'm, I'm glad you brought him up because, you know, he's one of those guys that, you know, that doesn't get a lot of credit. I mean, it's, it's, he's not going to be flashy. And, you know, when you have Roman Yossi and Ekholm and Ellis and all these guys, um, you, you know, you're not going to see him up in the play a ton. But he does a lot of those, you know, a lot of the dirty work in the defensive zone. He's been really solid um, on the penalty kill, especially. I think he's done a really good job of, you know, shutting down other teams' top units, um, you know, in those defensive situations, defensive zone face-offs. And it, you, you have to have that. Like you said, I think, you know, at, at the beginning of the season, it's, it's just magnified so much more um, because it's the start of the season and all the expectations and all that. But once he settled in and came back, I just think he's been just a rock back there. Just smart decisions, getting pucks out of the corner um, and getting them, you know, up, moving up ice so he can give it to his forwards. Um, blocking shots, odd man rushes. He does a great job um, on, on odd man situations. The team's done a better job in general of not giving up as many. But he's just uh, just been so solid back there, and um, you know doesn't get the credit he deserves. So I'm glad you brought uh, his name into the mix. I'm curious what we're going to see from the Avalanche tomorrow night. They've really struggled. They got off to a horrendous start last night in Dallas, and they were playing catch up the rest of the game and, and couldn't quite do it. Uh, they've got the two horses that are hurt, putting a lot of pressure on, on Nathan McKinnon and some of the younger players. So. They're they're at a bit of a, a crossroads right now, and so I I would think you're going to see a desperate team tomorrow. Yeah, I mean they're you know they got off to such a great start when they had everybody. I think they're seven zero and one, and then last or in the first eight, and then the last seven they're one five and one. But you take those, you know, you look at their lineup, and they, you know they still have Nazem Kadri and Kale McCarr is a really nice player. You know, he came in last year as a rookie defenseman. This year, he's he's really good. But if they just if you take two players out of your lineup like that, and you know we had we were dealing with that with uh, you know Forsberg and then Duchesne out for one game, so we didn't really have to you know do it for that long. You can kind of uh, get over that. But I mean, you're talking about guys that probably the best line in hockey last year with McKinnon, Ratman, and uh, Landeskog. And then you take those two guys off, it just becomes a challenge. The, the, the goals aren't that just don't come as easy, and then it affects your power play because you're taking your two best, you know, two of your best players off the power play. Nathan McKinnon doesn't have, you know, his stud line mates to play with anymore, so that top line's not as effective. And then you got to call guys up, um, you know, from their their uh, farm system. So it's 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 going to be they're going through a tough time right now. So it'll be interesting to see what they look like because it's definitely not the same offensive punch without those guys although I, I do like their back end I think they're 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 pretty stable back there but they've uh you know they just can't there's no way they can keep up the offensive uh output without those players in the lineup Mace I feel like we're approaching a point where uh we're gonna see Craig Smith score a lot of goals because the hockey gods are gonna reward him I have loved his game as of late a lot everyone's focused on Benino and and Grimaldi but Craig Smith has been lights out he has been lights out, and if you ask any, you know, any one of his line mates, I think they, I think Kara asked uh, Benino about those two guys, 
and um, he just said exactly what you did, just about Craig Smith and how hard he works to get in there, and, and, and just his work ethic is just, he's just relentless, and he, he's getting opportunities, and he is one of those guys, you know, we all know um, it's about his money in the bank to get 20 goals for Craig Smith, but he, he's very streaky. So he'll go on those runs where he's put the puck in the net on a nightly basis and maybe, you know, go cold a little bit sometimes. But he just works so hard. And when a player like Craig Smith, um, you know, works as hard as he does night in, night out and gets those opportunities, it's just a matter of time before he starts throwing up the net. So as long as he continues to do that, which, which I'm sure he will, it's, uh, it's probably coming pretty soon. Uh, we talked to David Poyle on Tuesday about this, but they announced last week Austin Watson with the contract extension and, and you know, well-documented everything that he's gone through uh, off the ice in his career. But a pretty cool story to see him get rewarded with a three-year contract to remain with this team. I, I really love that, and I, I, I love the, you know, the whole approach that the Predators took with, with Austin Watson. Um, you know, it's it's a tough situation, and, it would have been easy for an organization. I've seen a, you know, we've all seen dozens of teams, you know, just cast somebody off once they have a little bit of a turmoil or having, uh, you know, an issue like that. But they stuck by him. Um, he's a good person, and they treated him like a member of your family, which I really have always respected about the Nashville Predators and the way they, um, you know, conduct and handle their their business as an organization. And they stuck by him. They got him the help that he needed, and he he obviously wanted to do that uh, and it's it turned out to be a success story I mean everybody in you know every family has you know tough times or things like that in their lives where you have to support your family and um, it's just part of you know human nature and relationships and it's just a matter of how you handle it I think they did a great job and I just love seeing um, him come out he's healthy and playing great hockey and he's such a valuable member of the team and the organization, and just to me, it's just it's a it's a, a great story in general of just supporting, you know, people you love. So I, I'm happy for him, and he's ecstatic that he got that chance as well. Did you guys uh, get a chance to go to the Nuggets in the Heat last night? No, no, no. We, I'm not I'm not a huge basketball guy. So uh, we, as I say, just, I know you don't really talk about, but I don't know if uh, that was something that was in the cards or not. No, no. We just uh, it's easy. I just went for dinner, and um, yeah, nothing, nothing exciting to report there. Mm, okay, thought I'd ask. Hey, good to talk to you as always. Uh, it'll be fun tomorrow night, Predators and Avs, and uh, it's a long road trip. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Talk to you soon. See you tomorrow, Willie. Uh, tonight, if all all goes tonight. well, Mace. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Don't write awesome. me off for tonight. I'm in. Okay. All right, buddy. We'll see you soon then. <laughs> He's got his racket ready. Chris Mason, <laughs> driven by Freeland Chevrolet every Wednesday. At 1 o'clock, come back with more of Darren Donick and Chase next.